This next piece of material is uh, that I'd like to do for you is uh, about the aging of my generation. Since I'm only 33 at this time, you know, some may consider me young, but I'm old enough to be considered wise. And the first piece of wisdom I would like to hand out is this. Adulting Bay Millennial. You understand me? Adulting Bay Millennial. These are not words. Cut that shit out. Now, I know anyone that's younger will say, you know, it's just lingo and how the new generation talks. And I'm old and I'm lame and I need to deal with it. Well, you, you sound like a bunch of planks, okay? So, I guess we'll just have to deal with that. But to be fair, let me explain something. Since I'm feeling very full of knowledge at this moment. And that this is not up for debate anyway. Words have... Words not only have meaning, you know, but they have a home, okay? Words, they live in a dictionary. If a word is not found in the fucking dictionary, I don't... I don't consider it a word. I'm not that hip, okay? So take your homeless imposter words and go fuck yourself. I do not accept people making up words. Unless you're Snoop Dogg, you have no business making shit up. So Bay was like, what's up? And... I couldn't reply right there and then because, you know, I was, like, busy adulting and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can totally feel stimulation of this conversation. Go on. Go on. Wait. Wait a minute. Let me see some ID. Yeah, that's what I thought. You're not Snoop Dogg. Get the fuck out of here. Now, all of us in life have talked to someone from another generation and... See the difference between generation and, like, get told, you know, about how things have changed and the war is over, you know, stuff like that. And kids no longer need to walk barefoot in the snow uphill backwards for 30 miles just to get to school anymore because somewhere along the line the school bus was invented. My mother used to, well, no, my grandmother used to tell me that she could go to the movies and buy a popcorn and a drink, see the movie... And rent a prostitute with the change left over from a quarter after bus fare. And I thought, holy shit. Grandma's a lying bitch. Alright, either that or she's exaggerating the fuck out of this story. But I guess it's true. How the fuck do I know? I wasn't born, you know? Back when my grandfather was alive, cars costed like as much as a few groceries. It was it was a different time back then. Look at that car. Beauty. Oof, must have been at least $13. Fuck, he'll be paying that off for a while. Like, really, a dime, a dime could get you a shit ton of candy. A dime? I don't give a shit about a dime, do you? Like, honestly? I'm not, like, rich or anything, but if I see a dime laying on the street, fuck it, I leave it alone, don't you? Do you not just... I've thrown dimes in the garbage or vacuumed them up while cleaning my car. Back in the old days, you'd pick that dime up off the street and open a fucking business with it. And have change left over to send your goddamn kids to college. And here I am not being bothered with the fucking things when I see them on the street. I don't pick up any money I find on the street unless it has a value of five or more. Or a credit limit. Period, you know. I, I, got, I got the fucking class of a politician. No lie. No lie. Anyways, I'm still young, but I'm old enough to have been around when things changed in this world. I'm not talking like 
you know, I was around during 9-11 kind of thing, which I was. I'm talking like I lived through some unimportant shit that changed the world as we know it. First, a fun fact, though. Often when shit happens in life, like historical events, people remember where they were at the time of its occurrence, right? Like, I was taking a shit when Lennon was shot. Then another generation goes by and it's like, I was shooting heroin when Cobain shot himself. You know, that really opened my eyes, changed my life. The minute I got the news, I sold my shotgun. Can't be in, enjoy being on heroin without a head, you know? Really makes you stop and assess your life, don't it? He was just your everyday rock star junkie like I am. Ask my bathroom mirror who writes the anthems of a generation and he'll tell you. That's right, me. I better stick around. I don't know why I did that in like a country voice, but it, it, it worked. Anyways, uh, then 9-11 happened. And I got my time to remember where I was at this historical time of historical currency or, or you know, stuff like that. Occurrency. Not a word? Well, fuck you. It's not open for debate. Occurrency. Deal with it. If I gotta deal with bay, you deal with occurrency, alright? I got my time to remember where I was. That's the important thing. And I bet, I bet you where I was is a lot cooler and more significant than where you were. I bet you that. Check it out. When 9-11 happened, I was in grade 11. It was one of the few times in my high school career that I was actually at school. And it was in class, nonetheless. There's more history than, you know, anyways. You know, 9-11, it's, it's got more history than it's been told. But anyways, I was in school, in class, and on fucking time for the class. And that's a historical moment. It's like seeing an albino unicorn humping a UFO. It's rare shit. I was actually in school, in class. And it wasn't just any class, though. It wasn't some bullshit class like French that I was, you know, destined to fail because I speak English and I'm too proud of that fact to learn any other language. You know, fuck that. French people want to talk to me. They need to make the effort and learn some English. I don't have time for a useless bullshit class like that. No, I was sitting in a class called American History. Here I was. In a class about the history of greed. I mean, America. While well, history was unfolding at that very moment. Top that shit. Top that shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Being at the McDonald's ordering a filet of fish really, you know, seems pretty fucking dull now, doesn't it? I'm sorry. But the kicker here is that I was in... American history class, in case you missed that. A class that I excelled at. I did well in, even. All the while thinking, what the fuck are the World Trade Centers? No lie. I wasn't I wasn't very smart. Like I said, I was rarely there. Education was limited, and I wasn't old and wise yet, so... Most were concerned it would start World War III. And I was afraid this shit would be on the exam, and I didn't know what the World Trade Centers were, and would end up failing a class that I was doing so well in. That was my concern. And any, anyway, in grade school, I remember, uh, I do remember walking home and buying a hundred Swedish berries with, with a loony, which is a dollar for the American people who use paper. And uh, it was called penny candy. Yeah, look it up. Look it up, kids. Google it. It's fucking extinct now. It's extinct. 
I, uh, I rode the school bus in high school listening to a Walkman. Yes, a Walkman. Cassette tape, also extinct. Um, and I went to school and get this, and lived every day of my life without a cell phone. Isn't that crazy? I'd carry a quarter to use a payphone if I needed to make a call. And I was on my way to, you know, see some friends and I made plans with from a landline. This is how I did it. I called them from a landline from a phone that was in my house. Whoa! It seems ancient now. Nowadays, I rarely see payphones. I know they're a dying breed, and if I do see one, it's, I think about 50 cents to use it. I think. I mean, it was. Bus fare was a buck and a quarter, and transfer slips back then had no expiration time. And our buses went to a terminal. There's no, like, text me when you get here shit. You know, we, we used doorbells, and we used our knuckles to knock. Uh, there was this thing we used to do called... Um, a social interaction. Fuck. Now I really sound old, but uh, my friends and I used to sit around and talk without notifications going off. Yeah, it was a different time. Now I can have conversations, you know, that span over days, over text, and, you know, time is no longer valued. You know? Listen up, kids. I was around when the internet was invented. I lived years without the internet. When libraries mattered. When watching sports highlights were how you found out scores. The newspaper came from, you know, this kid that put it in your mailbox. The news came from television and those newspapers. And, you know, if you couldn't remember the name of a song or a movie and it was driving you absolutely insane, you just had to deal with it until it, you know, came back to you or you could ask a friend that might know. And I remember the internet in its simplest form. If you had a computer and a phone line and a shitload of free time to wait for the connection to happen, you could look up anything you wanted until someone yelled at you that they needed to make a phone call. What a fucking pain in the ass. It took a week and a half to connect, then as soon as you hit WW, some asshole needed to make a call every time. People blame kids' poor grades on, you know, due to being up all night and on the internet and using social media. Well, that that's our fault. That's our fault because the only time we could actually use the internet was at night when nobody needed to use the goddamn phone. I'm sorry about that. Um, the internet, though, it was simple. It was a way to chat with people. Uh, the first chat site that I ever used was called Chatalist. And it was a way for, you know, sixth graders to look at pictures of naked women. And years later, it evolved, and it got, as I got older, it, uh, it turned into a way for a 33-year-old to uh, look at pictures of naked women. And it, it was a great thing. It made life easier. Now you can't even take the internet with you. Like, you can take it to the, to the toilet, in the kitchen, the mall, the titty bar, anywhere you want. And if you see a video of a blind man with a service dog sitting in a church and the dog casually gets up during the sermon, walks to the aisle, and then starts taking a shit right out in the open, and you think it's hysterical, all you need to do is highlight the web address, copy it, and send it to your friend's cell phone as a link. You add a caption, check this out, holy shit. 
then through the fucking magic of cell phone or tablet, all they need to do is touch it with their finger like fucking E.T. And it loads a video of a dog shitting on a church floor for their amusement. Kids have it easy. The internet sent our computers into overload. Okay, if someone picked up the phone, like while you were online, it was fucking traumatic. You don't understand the pain unless you've lived through this. You'd get this fucking futuristic, horrible humming sound in the phone, and then your computer would freeze. We even had these stupid phones with red lights that glowed when someone was using the line. And the internet made it glow. Yeah, we needed to be fucking cautious about staying up late and looking at pictures of naked women. Because all it takes is one parent's have one parent having to take a piss, and you're outed. Disconnecting and closing windows was not as advanced back then. By the time the window closed and you went to physically disconnect, your mom or dad would be screaming at you to go the fuck to bed. We didn't know the internet kept records either. Yeah, all you fucking kids out there with the upper hand on your folks being able to erase your browsing data. Fuck you. It's different now, man. Way different. The webolution of all this is mind-blowing. I was I was there in the stone age of the internet. Even computers. Computers were not what they are now. Any kid complaining about their computer being slow should be, you know, fed a nice hot meal of rat poison. We didn't have internet on cell phones. No, we had a basement with a setup that looked like some fucking scientific experiment. There was wires everywhere. I remember once my computer somehow went into this kiddo net mode and I got blamed for it. And uh, my mother said as she turned it off, you better hope it fixes itself. Let's give it a break. Let's give it a break. This was advanced technology here. She was telling me to give a break. You know, she was treating advanced technology like a child in timeout. So I hoped and hoped and I, I Yuri Gellered the shit out of this thing, telling it over and over to just work. Thanks a lot, Yuri, you fucking liar. It didn't work. And, you know, we'd have to bring it in, which was a big fucking deal. Formatting your computer wasn't knowledge only professionals. It was, it was, actually, it was, it was knowledge only professionals possessed. We couldn't look up how to format a hard drive on the internet because our computer was fucked. And it held the internet inside of it. Formatting was a huge deal. There were no external drives or USB shit. There was no magical internet cloud to save your shit. You lost it all. And by all, I mean the few pictures of naked women you stashed away when you learned how to hide folders from view. Thank you, internet. And the three Microsoft Word documents, one containing the letter M, and a bunch of random shit you typed when you were first learning the program to test if it could, you know, actually really save things. But it was a big fucking deal. Computer tags weren't common. You had to call around and find some weirdo to do it or ship the fucking thing away to NASA or a wizard to have it fixed. It's changed now, though. Uh, it's, it's changed. The internet, the, the internet was a good thing, and as humanity does to all good things, we fucked it up. And it was a good thing. It was good that you could check what movies were playing instead of heading down to the theater if you didn't get a newspaper, which, you know, contained the showtimes, only to find out that nothing good was showing. You could save that. But luckily for me, I also lived in a time where Adam Sandler made movies worth a fuck, so it wasn't too risky. But uh, you could check sports scores and news on the go. 
Yeah. When at a doctor's office in the waiting room, you could uh, look at pictures of naked women. It was a good thing, and we fucked it up. You could once get reliable news. Now you can't even trust what's really up with the Kardashian family if you actually give a fuck about it. But it's come to the point now where it's... If it's on the internet, it's more than likely bullshit. And people are paid to release these useless fucking videos every week. And you can actually watch videos of people who um, order products and, and open them up. And this, this is, they refer to these, these, these things as unboxing videos. I call them, get the fuck off the internet, you have way too much free fucking time. Videos. Lies, bullshit, unboxing. We fucked up the internet. We fucked it up. And, and the internet has divided us into two groups. On the one side, you have the people who believe everything on the internet. And then you have the people who believe if it's on the internet, it's not a reliable source, it's likely a waste of fucking time. And we have this useless fucking debate going on about demon magic all over the internet. Do magicians summon demons to help them with their tricks? I'm not making this up. This is a real debate. This is, this is a real thing. Some guy pulls a loaf of bread out of his sleeve and the internet shits its pants. Holy. No, did you? No, man. Did you? No. Bread? Nothing? Dough and then bread? Like, out of nowhere? Whatever. How do you explain that shit? I don't know, I, I guess that's why I embrace the term illusion. Do people actually think that if Satan and demons were real, they'd be helping Chris fucking Angel walk through a gate? Honestly? Come on. Guys, reel the fuck up here. The devil isn't going to help some street musician further his YouTube career, alright? Especially the devil. Man, he, he's too busy for that. He's too busy doing evil shit. Like, running the United States of America. Use your fucking cerebellum and settle down. They overanalyze everything, everything. Like, you notice, did you notice how these these magicians, the two of them, they, they both wear skulls on their shirt? Yeah, skulls are a sign of evil. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't know that. I, uh, it must be demon magic. It must be. Nobody doesn't wear skulls on their shirt that's not helped by demons. Jesus, jump rope Christ. You're right. You know, I better, I better investigate this a little further. No chance the guy doing... You know, Trix was out at the mall, saw a skull shirt, and bought it just because he fucking liked it and wanted to wear it. How could that be a possibility, you know? I have skulls tattooed on my fucking wrist, into my skin, and I still fuck up basic card tricks. So, where are your demons now? Come on. Why? Because they're doing a trick that the mass magician hasn't revealed yet, so let's jump on the demon train. What if it was a witch helping him make that dollar bill float, huh? Using a, you know, her crystal ball to control it? Maybe a wizard is helping him. A bill can't possibly go float on its own like that. Like, seriously? Maybe an invisible fucking midget is holding the bill and running around. That's more likely than this guy is, you know, selling his soul to the devil so he could float a dollar bill for three spectators on a goddamn sidewalk. That's, that's, the, that's the truth, I'm sorry. You know, can't people just enjoy a fucking show anymore? Like, appreciate how mind-boggling this illusion is? You know, appreciate this illusion for what it is? How come Penn and Teller aren't accused of this? Because they, they, they debunked the demon semen right out of the goofy little fucker who posted this video with captions reading, Help of Demons. Oh, man. The biggest evidence. 
they have of this was David Blaine. Sticking a needle into his arm. Now, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, it's, um, it's on one of his specials. Uh, anyways, he, uh, it's, 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 it's a, um, it's a needle, you know, and, uh, he sticks it in his arm and people on the internet are claiming that the only way that he can do this, um, is with the help of, of these demons, okay, and I just thought, I'm gonna let this go, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad about this, I'm not gonna, you know, rage about this, it, it's, it's not aggravating me that much, and then, and then I thought, you know, it is, it, it, it it's, um, Sticks a needle right through his arm without bleeding, and shocking this doctor, aka a paid actor in a white coat with a stethoscope. When the X-ray was viewed, it was going right through his arm, right, and uh, the comments were like, "See, an X-ray in a doctor's office, examined by a doctor, showing the needle go right through. How do you explain that?" Well, other than he paid someone to act like a doctor, or perhaps a real doctor, to, you know, print an x-ray of a needle going through an arm, act shocked, and be unable to explain it to get to be on television, I have no fucking clue how he did it. You know what, bring David over here and let me stick the fucking needle through his arm. See what happens, okay? But no blood, man. Demon magic. Demon magic, no blood. What the fucking fuck? Serious fucking fuck? Demons are evil, okay? Well, supposedly. So let me ask you this. If demons are real and are around, why are the illusions their only concern? Seriously. If demons are helping David Blaine with illusion, how are they able to do this? Well, you know, controlling the urge not to be evil. You know, evil. Evil. You know, the business the demons are in? You're telling me that these demons are guiding these illusions instead of controlling David and making him ram the needle right into the fucking doctor's eye? He's right there. Easy chance to do some evil shit through possession to make a fucking statement about their purpose and existence. No, they decide, ah, we're gonna help with the uh, entertainment that people enjoy. Since when do demons give a shit about not doing evil things? This is just fucking stupid. And it, look, you planks, listen, okay? If they really wanted to go to extremes to produce, like, to prove that it was really, really, really through his arm and not bleeding, they could have easily drawn blood from him. Any blood goes into the syringe, he's human, and you can all relax knowing it was an illusion. But you can't because, you know, magicians aren't... Uh, people that are known for fucking illusions, so there has to be demons and hocus pocus involved, right? You know? And, you know, why didn't the demons pull the needle out for him? You know? Are they not there to help with his illusions? Help with his magic act? Fuck, that's cold. You know, think about it. Think about what you're watching here. 
Think about who David Blaine is. Just fucking think before you post a doctor, a fucking alleged doctor sitting right beside him. If he were real or not, or in on the trick, his years at med school would have chimed in and said, holy shit, no blood, that's neat, what a great trick. But he didn't. And they just have, you know, they just fucking had to have the guy in on it and someone just had to invent the fucking internet. And here we are. Demon magic. <laughs>